0: Welcome to Movies with Heart. I'm your host, Sam Fullhart, joined, as always, by my co-host, Paul Fullhart.
1: No relation.
0: We have an exciting episode today. We're shifting gears a little bit from our Batman series, uh, whatever that was called, the Battacular <laughs> bat Bat-Bat-Bat series.
1: Um, Nailed it.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're turning now to the world of romantic comedies. And we're going to be watching a movie that is near and dear to at least one of our hearts, uh, "The Proposal."
1: Paul. Yeah, no, I think you might be able to say that it's um, actually the dark knight of rom coms. So I think we're we're still kind of related to, to the Batman that's, series.
0: That's true. They have a lot of uh, a lot of thematic connections.
1: Um, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, Paul, what's your history with "The
1: Proposal"? Yeah, so I mean, for for me, this came out in two thousand nine. I would call this like a a touchstone rom com, for, for me, if you will. I think I it's caught me at the right time. I hadn't seen many rom coms before I saw this movie, uh, so for me, this is might be considered like the quintessential rom com. Like when I think of a good rom com, like a rom com, this is the movie that I think of. Um, and so I'd I'd say I'm irrationally. Love this movie. I've seen it many times. It's just like a yearly watch for me. I think I have now. It's been two years since I watched it last, so I'm on a little bit of a dry spell. Um, but I'm not expecting wow. to, you know, have some entirely new interpretation of this movie on this year. It's it's pretty recent. Uh, what about what about you?
0: Yeah, I, I saw it around the time that it came out, and I you know it caught me at a, a pretty. Yeah, you know, maybe might someone might say pretentious, uh, slightly cynical time in my Too life. cool for school. <laughs> exactly. And so I, I, I didn't think it was that good. Uh, and then I, I watched it uh, a little bit later as a sophomore in college uh, with a friend who we watched a lot of romantic comedies. And I remember enjoying it more then. And then I think I saw it one other time. Um, so I haven't seen this movie nearly as many times as you and I've had different reactions to it. Uh that you know
1: sounds sounds like you just don't understand the power of true love is what I what yeah. I'm hearing.
0: <laughs> I think that's the problem. Yeah. because um, yeah I mean who couldn't get into the story of a domineering boss forcing her uh underling to marry her and then them actually falling in love. I mean that's exactly. just
1: yeah beautiful Poetry, emotion, yeah huh.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so do you have any specific memories attached to this movie?
1: yeah, with with this movie, what I really think about is uh, growing up, we had at our gym um in the spin bike room, you could project movies there, and so th- this this was a favorite of me and my brother and my mom's to go in and and project this movie i've this is that's where I've seen this the most. I was. um, So, yeah, it's just I have a lot, a lot of fun memories, get get a good workout, have a fun time. I think that's kind of, you know, what what this movie's for.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, that's that's really interesting, because at my gym growing up, we they also had a spin bike room where you could project movies. And I I did that quite a few times, although I don't know if I ever watched The Proposal on the spin bike. Maybe my mom and two brothers dragged me into it once possible but so it's interesting that we have that that Mm -hmm. you know similar background um uh well with that uh i I mean what, what more can you say let's let's get watching and we're back
1: from watching the proposal paul what did you think this time around Uh, I think no shock. It hasn't been that long since I saw it last time. Um, I I really enjoyed it Uh, since I have. I am so familiar with this movie. I think I did pick up on a bunch of things and like notice things in this movie that I've never really noticed before because I've never been looking at it with a really fine tooth comb I wouldn't say it's the type of movie that usually encourages that type of watching behavior it's a little more of one that you just kind of let um, wash over you so there's there's definitely uh, some I guess some new new things I got from it but all in all uh, I thought thought it was really funny It, it had me you know, I guess I watched it by myself, and I, I I don't laugh if I'm by myself, so I watched it in complete silence. But I thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> the jokes <laughs> you, uh, while, while I was watching. What about you?
0: Yeah i i enjoyed I enjoyed a lot of it, um, but I did not care for the last third of the movie all that much. Um, and I think that it's I I. I I think it's a fun movie and if I'm watching it, if I was watching it just to watch it for fun, I I don't think it's the fact that it is kind of taking so much, just recycling so much from older romantic comedies. I, I don't think that fact would bother me, but I do think watching it in preparation for this, I, I was sometimes like, wow, that they're really just, this could not be more generic um
1: i will yeah, say that I, I they do take various movie, things oh, from different I'm sorry, i was sorry sorry they I was take gonna...
0: things from different romantic comedies and they do kind of combine them maybe in interesting way. I, I don't way, know but... if
1: they do <laughs> okay <care>. maybe not <laughs> i think it's i think it's all like i think i've seen this movie before <laughs> <laughs> and like five times potentially yeah. i don't know if you ever watch <laughs> a hallmark movie this is basically a hallmark movie
0: yeah, it's, I, well, it's funny. I the last time I was at the uh, at the dentist, I had to wait for like twenty minutes, and there was a Hallmark movie on. And I w- watching this movie, I was like, "Wow, oh, there's a lot in here that was in the Hallmark movie."
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I said I'd never seen movies. a Hallmark movie before. Yeah, okay, but. yeah, because yeah, my viewpoint is that I think this is just like the most well produced Hallmark movie ever made, is basically. <laughs> And that's that's how I that's how I feel about it is that it's it's like the the pinnacle of that type of comfort watching content. <laughs> yeah, and I, I do.
0: And it's I, I do kind of enjoy the I mean, I like this about horror movies when you're just you kind of know what to expect. So you're just kind of seeing how they pull it off. Um it's like someone doing a cover of a song and you're just like, I yeah. wonder if they're gonna mix it up in any ways. Yeah, or, like, ooh, uh, ooh, they
1: just did a little riff over there. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. That was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mildly interested in that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, let's I mean, yeah, maybe maybe we should do a quick plot summary just so uh just yeah. so people can kind of get how <laughs> How yeah. this is a pretty standard romantic comedy setup, mm-hmm. Paul? Yeah. Do you want to give us the the rundown?
1: Yeah, I'll I'll hit it, um, and maybe yeah, we'll probably it might be fun to talk about like some of this more specific like really romantic comedy stuff it does. So maybe I'll, I'll skim over that right yeah. now, and then we can double back. Um, all right, Perfect. so we we have an editor, and we have an editor's assistant. <laughs> uh, she she's a city girl. And he's from <laughs> from the country and uh, he, he he hates her. She's a terrible boss. She's honestly just a terrible person, uh, but she's a Canadian and <laughs> that's that's a terrible situation because <laughs> she's done bad with her uh, visa paperwork. So she's going to get deported. Uh, but her editor's assistant, Andrew, he, he is an American in this movie played by a Canadian versus the Canadian (laughs) played by an American. (laughs) But anyway, I did enjoy um, that. Yeah. She did not really try with her
0: Canadian accent. No,
1: there was zero Canadian in that accent. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, and so she decides that she's going to force her editor assistant to marry her so that she can stay in the U.S. and continue working her high powered editor job. As since it's a romantic comedy, uh, there's going to be some shenanigans they're going to visit the family and they're going to ultimately after faking that they're in love they're going to come to see each other in a new light and fall in love <laughs> the end Beautiful. everyone lives happily ever after <laughs> and uh, um,
0: well well that was great i i really enjoyed that that summary um <laughs> i think you pretty much hit everything um so yeah, let's get into let's talk about the the setup of this movie some more because yeah we run into a lot of a lot of romantic <laughs> yeah. comedy tropes uh, I, and you hit a big one the city girl versus country boy yeah and that, maybe
1: sometimes it happens in reverse um, yeah, it happens but, both ways there's enough Hallmark movies that they've done about any possible variation on the <laughs> system. yeah. I mean, you have to you have to have your your leading
0: characters be as opposed to each other as possible, pretty much. Exactly, and uh, I, the preaction creates makes me,
1: comedy. <laughs> exactly,
0: <laughs> I, there's this comedian Paul F. Tompkins, and he's talking about how he had a lot of relationship troubles uh, when he was like a young adult, and he said it was because he was taking his cue from movies, and so he would like. <laughs> meet a girl and be like this person cares little whether i live or die i think we're about to fall in love um (laughs) so uh yeah
1: yeah um that's how that's how love goes (laughs) i think that's how it works um yeah yeah plus you get like the fish out of water scenario and it all that that also is another way to derive some some fun and comedy so it's just yeah you got to do it um,
0: exactly. And this is a big fish out of water movie. And <laughs> taking taking one person in the in the relationship to the other person's family is just a staple of romantic comedies. Oh, yeah. And I think it even goes back to Annie Hall when uh, Woody Allen's character goes with Annie to her fam. They're like a yeah. Midwestern Protestant family. And he's this New York Jewish guy, and doesn't really fit in um, with their family. And then you obviously meet the parents is kind of the yeah, that's the one that really does this the most. Um, but yeah, but, uh, but we're getting ahead a little bit. Um, I I mean, the, you also
1: the, the I mean- career. At, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, you get like the side, you know, it starts out with the full juxtaposition of the side by side of their morning routine. Another absolute classic (laughs) where, you know, (laughs) she's up early. She's like super motivated on her spin bike. A little throwback to me watching this movie on the spin bike. I always think that that part's funny. Because it's kind of yeah. like she's doing the thing that I'm doing while watching the movie. But anyway, and then you, and
0: she's watching this nature. She's like, you, yeah. first you think you're you're out in nature. So I, I like that's a great exactly way of bringing us into the city.
1: Yeah. Um, and it even it just like really shows how much of a city girl she is. She experiences yeah. nature through a TV. It, like, I think that like doubly makes her seem like a city girl immediately uh that is a great <laughs> detail i i'm gonna give the movie that uh, yeah <laughs> especially ahead of um, its time man <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> right peloton Tele- learned from maybe that's where they got their idea was was the proposal they're like what if we put that screen on the bike that might be better i know yeah that's uh like all of the cardio machines uh at my
0: school have that kind of thing
1: yeah. so mm, um ahead of its time uh but and then you know you have Andrew and he's like <clears throat> oversleeping. And he kind of just rolls out of bed and is like barely hanging on to life in the morning, uh, you know. And I think <laughs> she's, I think um, that Margaret's also doing work while she's doing her bike ride too. She's she's also reading a book on top of it all. So she 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 hits the yeah. She she's, she's a power yeah, big worker, big <laughs> multitasker,
0: oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and. So, yeah, I I think I, I mean this movie also had in the setup has some real uh, Devil Wears Prada vibes as well, which isn't a romantic comedy, but yeah, you know, it's he's this this young idealistic guy, yeah, or maybe not idealistic, but he he's he's an artist, you know, he wants <laughs> to to sell his he, he wants his his novel to be read, and he you know he. Apparently has this amazing novel that is uh, just, you know, waiting to get out there. But right now he has to, you know, do all this admin work for Margaret in order to to get to a point where he can release his book. Um,
1: so, uh, yeah, there's there's got to be there... an easier way to, to get your book read by a publisher.
0: <laughs> um. I, I know I was wondering. <laughs>
1: I was wondering about that, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I also yeah, I think also with Devil Wars Prada does the same scene actually of like her rolling out of bed versus oh. um whatever famous actor ladies um <laughs> Meredith or Meryl Streep Meryl yeah. Streep jeez, yeah, um she she <laughs> has like it, it like shows her coming in and she's like all put together and everything, so it even kind of does the same a very similar opening. <laughs> so i can wow. see why you nice. got this yeah yeah definitely um but in this case the twist is is what if um meryl streep's character and uh what's her face's character and hathaway and hathaway's character fall in love wouldn't that be a twist? wow and that that's essentially so, how this movie starts <laughs>
0: yeah yeah exactly I mean, I mean, she's exactly like Meryl Streep's character. Mm-hmm. She just, she is so single-minded. She f- apparently is really great at her job, and she has super <laughs> high expectations for everyone else. I don't know. We don't really see much evidence of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't uh, know what anyone does at that office, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, they publish. They publish books. They I don't, do interviews yeah
0: well she well, she's a publicist, right? or is she an editor? Like, she's an editor she so, but she's acting like a publicist because she's getting interviews, <laughs> although wasn't that supposed to be now we're already getting into the minutia of the plot. But I thought she did that as like a favor because Bob yeah. was supposed to do yeah, that. I think Bob and is so that, theoretically
1: the publicist, but he's bad at his job, yeah so yeah she 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 takes charge, <laughs> okay um doesn't take no for an answer she's getting oprah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and which in 2009 that even means more than it means now obviously oprah is not as big I, of a figure i don't think at this point in time but yeah no i was, thought that was funny yeah 2009 I don't even is the know height of oprah her powers these days yeah. yeah um
0: and yeah so i, I mean we have a, an early confrontation between the two characters mm-hmm. that kind of just set it. Uh, Andrew says like um M- Margaret is, you know, she, she'll have no nothing and no one on her deathbed. So um, that, that's what Bob says. A, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right.
1: Bob yeah, says she, that. she, she fires Bob is like the, that's how we can, the movie really can establishes how much of a, hardcore boss she is though it sounds like bob probably needed to be fired to be frank (laughs) yeah
0: well yeah i didn't i don't know i thought they were yeah what were they trying to say Uh, maybe that that's already trying to set up that she's not so bad yeah i I, I don't know it's It's a little little weird (laughs) because she is so bad in so many other ways i mean she she just she's gonna get kicked out of the u.s and for some reason is not going to be able to work for the company if she's in Canada or well, um, even though they have a if
1: if you get deported you can't work for a U.S. company if you're deported from the U.S. is that actually a law that's what the movie told me so I trust it right. I right I'm skeptical of that
0: um but yeah that is that's the, I mean it kind of makes sense <laughs> yeah
1: based on like you would at least have to get some or it would be a huge pain I know that from like an export okay. from an export standpoint, I don't know if it could be done if you were deported, if you could get through okay. the paperwork. Okay.
0: Well, maybe that does make sense
1: because it would be considered like it's considered an export if you're giving information to this person outside of the country, I guess. But for but huh. publishing, it probably isn't because no one cares. It's not like a okay. intense thing that the country cares about. So maybe not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for publishing, it might I, be I possible, know. but probably not
0: okay anyway um <laughs> that was uh,
1: deport- deportation talk
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so she she just she just announces that uh Andrew and her are getting married without having consulted him about this first and exposing him to uh potentially getting in a lot of trouble with the immigration office and um so yeah, she's. Ter- terrible person and she's also going to make him miss his grandma's 90th birthday um he was going to go up to to canada for that um alaska so or sorry alaska yeah <laughs> um, he's from Ca- alaska she's from canada
1: um so yeah um let's
0: i'm just trying to think if there's anything else about this open Opening couple um, of scenes.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think other than that, I think they're just, I think they're fun scenes. You know, you have he, he, Andrew orders like the same coffee, you get some extra establishment. Um, and I think what it really, he's really committed. Yeah. Yeah. I think what it really establishes is like it sets a huge power dynamic in the relationship of where it starts, which I think is a lot of the fun of this movie as far as she has all of the power in their relationship. As it currently stands to start the movie, uh, however, then, once she decides to go with her thing of um because he's standing there, that they're engaged to get out of this, all of a sudden, that gives him huge leverage in the relationship because she needs him all of a sudden in a way that and and he could screw over in a way that wasn't possible before. So we get the we get to see the 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 fun as Ryan Ryan Reynolds r- realizes. Uh, that you know and the stakes (laughs) go way up and so we get to see a huge shift in in their kind of relationship power dynamic right
0: and then also then they go to Alaska because to to try to make their story convincing they say that they're gonna uh, go up to there to meet his family for his grandma's 90th birthday and everything so now she's in his territory and as a city girl she has no idea what she's doing she's totally uh you know the idea of climbing down a ladder to get onto a boat is horrifying to her uh so yeah i know i i do really like that i I also think that it kind of i I think it isn't kind of an interesting idea um you know thinking of marriage as just a set of legal entitlements that will result in you being able to stay in the us and keep your job versus marriage as you know, a a, a legally binding way of expressing your, you know love and commitment to another person. So I kind of I kind of like I, I like I like that idea um you know, um, yeah. she's seen marriage just as this is this it's is a means to yeah it's just this is just a legal tool that i can use to get what i want um yeah. and andrew obviously he w- he would like to you know get married for love and uh
1: so it's um but he's also practical yeah. so he sees that as a tool to becoming an editor <laughs> and getting his book published. right right he um.
0: It's not ideal, but he's, will, he's but. willing to,
1: to use it. Um. <laughs> yeah, he, he quickly turns around and realizes the advantage it gives him. But I think that, and that also kind of goes with like your, you know, rom-com is it, at the beginning of the movie, it's seen as a tool. But then when you have to execute it, all of a sudden, it um, the other aspects of getting married start to come to the forefront. Right. He realizes right. we see the other side. So that... Exactly, um, drama.
0: Exactly. I recently watched the I recently watched "How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days" for the first time, and that's a similar kind of thing where they both enter a relationship because of work. Uh, one of them is writing the, the the girl; she's writing an article about how to lose a guy in ten days, and then the guy is uh, he's trying to make a woman fall in love with him in 10 days in order to sell diamonds.
1: <laughs> um, oh, so, that's amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Wait, how? All right, never mind. I'm, let's, I don't need to ask questions about this movie right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and I guess, I mean, it's kind of, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of how are the are there any romantic comedies where the I, can you think of other workplace romantic comedies like this?
1: Um, as far as them coming from the same workplace, not not really in this type of way. I'm sure it exists. Um, I mean, I guess I mean I can think of TV shows. Um, yeah, right. The office, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind kind of a Jan Michael Scott scenario, if you ask me. Right, <laughs> that's true. Yeah,
0: um, but yeah. I feel right. like they kind of had to have the woman at, in the position of p- power. Like, it, I think I don't think this movie would have been as, uh, <laughs> yeah, have well, as well well received. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I think it. Even though she is terrible. I mean, she's, she's so bad at the beginning of the movie. I think she's irredeemably bad. <laughs> I do, too. That's why I don't I think, buy her redemption. Um, she's a different person later in the movie. That That's for sure. That's OK, because I think maybe just one thing to kind of hit on. is I really at the end of the day, I don't think this movie is taking itself super seriously. I think that it's like a, a lot. Of, there's a lot of comments and jokes in this movie and like quips. It doesn't even necessarily draw attention to that I maybe haven't didn't notice on some viewings that I noticed even more on this one because I was just paying a lot of attention to it. And it it definitely is very aware that it's a romantic comedy um, and it's just kind of having fun with it and not like acting like it's a real scenario almost.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah.
1: I mean, there's a
0: the the immigration office guy is extremely <laughs> cartoonish. Like the fact that he is so hell bent on getting Margaret out of the country, uh,
1: and, yeah, and Margaret herself, I mean, she's the most passionate immigration officer that's ever existed. Yeah, <laughs> he loves for his job. Sure. Uh, especially in a case about deporting a Canadian, he he really takes it takes it seriously. <laughs> I know, <laughs> which I love that like that's such a fun concept. Yeah, as as U.S. The, people, the concept of deporting a Canadian is uh, <laughs> pretty dumb because we basically consider each other the same. Exactly. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah. I, I, so what can you think of other examples where the movie is just not taking itself seriously? I like the characters are drawn really broadly, so that's one thing. Um obviously it's, a, it's an absurd situation.
1: Yeah, I I think it's a lot of the, the jokes. Um like, you know, like some like when when one of the guys when she, like when Margaret's talking to her two bosses when he's saying something and he says like prior engagement and then she hears the word engagement and that's what (laughs) causes her to come up with her story. Like I think stuff, stuff like that that's in the movie. And I just, I think they're just the way that it's acted. I think it's, they're kind of just the, the, the mode of operation is for, for at least for a lot of the comedy stuff is, it's more. I did. I, I don't. I don't think they're trying to be like a, a real couple or anything. I think they're more just having fun with the, the scenario and like trying to make it as terrible for each other as possible. Yeah,
0: um that's definitely Ryan Reynolds' mo. Just, yeah, um, not taking anything too seriously. Um,
1: I think it works really, really well in this movie
0: yeah i I think he i i i like him a lot in the in the comedy um we can get to the other stuff but um yeah so then they go to alaska and then we get the the fish out of water um did you have any i'm trying yeah um i mean and yeah this is like she's so so immediately just doesn't fit in at all and um and they apparently haven't even really made much of an effort to prepare for this thing. They don't have any story about how they, you know, how they, how he proposed to her, or really. I mean, <laughs> hey, um,
1: no. they could they have were, done a little they, more. They, they're they're tired on the plane ride. They they didn't want to work <laughs> it out. It's I get it. Yeah. Um. And and
0: I I mean, so here kind of early on when they get to their the family i feel like we are introduced to some elements that are are not played as much for jokes but are just also just kind of lazy uh like the so the dad he built an empire in alaska and he's kind of a self-made man in alaska and he's really disappointed in andrew for not staying and staying home and taking over the family business um but instead you know going to new york to pursue his artistic dreams uh and and i guess he's really bothered it seems like he's bothered by the fact that andrew is working uh as an assistant to a woman um so i i just felt like that whole element that felt very familiar and just, I don't know. And it's not, it's not funny. That's, See, that's here's, just there to create conflict.
1: There's, there's a second reason that it's there. Okay. And maybe this is why you don't like the character is because he's, he's the rational character, right? Cause it's a, and every, in every rom-com, you know, we're falling in love in like a day and a half or whatever. It's like the classic is like a weekend and you fall in love. So it's pretty dumb, right? Um, Yeah. So so you got (laughs) to insert a character in the movie that's going to call attention to that. It's dumb. (laughs) Who's but who's like annoying and curmudgeony and sucks. So that way you can get the audience to like more go with the fact that they're falling in love because it's like, oh, don't be a Joe, Sam. Like, (laughs) well, why are you pursuing this relationship? Uh, that's uh, that. That's that's why that's, that that guy's there, and that's why they make him sexist and stuff. Is just because then they can associate not going with their like half a day relationship with also a <laughs> terrible sexist man. So, um, that's a great point, and and yes, that is what bothered me about
0: it. It's like he has some good points. See, they, that, that's they, why I
1: knew you wouldn't like him. <laughs> I yeah, he,
0: you're you're the you're Joe. <laughs> yeah, I I'm Joe at least. On the they clearly don't have no. any chemistry on all she, fronts. Yeah, <laughs> right. And and the mom and the grandma are just they they totally buy into this relationship. Yeah. They don't. I mean the the grandma uh, Betty White's character. She does make jokes about it, but it seems like it they're just jokes. She she actually mm-hmm. wants them to be happy together, and she th- thinks that they can be um which i guess is that another it seems like the those they kind of the the, the dad and the the mom and grandma are like very stereotypical oh, male yeah. and female characters it's <laughs> like the women have this like intuition that there actually is something here even though on the surface it looks like this is a terrible idea and then the man he just sees the the like surface things. He doesn't he's not really in touch with the you know inner lives of these characters and he's not able to see how
1: deep down they actually do have a lot in common. <laughs> exactly. Now 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 you get it. <laughs> <laughs> I also I and I will say from from my enjoyment of this movie, I do think that the way it's like acted and I don't know, maybe maybe I'm reading into this, but it's almost it seems like the way it's acted that they were intending to, to like, I think those are really jokes. Like how, yeah. Like how, in you know, like how into it they are. They're, they're definitely. And then like uh, with Joe too, I mean, he's, he's like, he's playing that character like so far (laughs) into the curmudgeon and just the way he's hitting his golf balls. and, And it's so over the top, like, as you say, they're they're cartoonishy <laughs> versions of these tropes. Um, yeah, I, I no, don't think that I, the movie like is trying to yeah make them serious, real characters.
0: <laughs> I agree, and and at this point in the movie, I'm enjoying all of that. And and I mean, yeah, Betty White's really funny. Mm-hmm. Mary Steenburgen as the mom, she's great. She's always a great, just funny, loving mom character. Yeah. <laughs> Um and and yeah and uh oh what's the guy who plays the dad Joe Craig T uh, Nelson Craig T Nelson um from the Incredibles Mr. Incredible yeah. himself Um yeah I I I I like that he just really embraces the domineering stern father figure um I I I mean maybe we should just get to it I I think it starts to become a pr- once they start to <laughs> fall in love <laughs> And honestly, from watching all these Batman movies, that even kind of, that may have even colored my experience of it a little bit. So her parents died, uh, Margaret's parents died when she was 16, I believe. And it seems like the movie is saying that is, that's why she's such a terrible person. It was all because of her parents' death. And, you know, deep down, she's really a good person. Um I don't think
1: I'm that's just, what it said. I think she sucks as a person, but she, the family stuff, she just had, she didn't like, hadn't forgotten what it was like to have a family, Sam. And so <laughs> it's more, it's more right. that she, she hadn't quite fully realized the ramifications of what she was doing because she just hadn't been around that environment in a while. I don't think, okay, like, she, I think that's a side to her being a, like a terrible human who treats so people she poorly. Kind of, She'd learn to live on
0: her own, be independent because she had no one there for her. But mm-hmm. then once she sees a, a parent, I mean, it's a little tough because the characters are drawn so broadly. Once <laughs> she sees this cartoonish family, she's like, oh, I I actually, that's beautiful. I I want yep. that. I want
1: <laughs>
0: that awful father that you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at least he cares about his son. Exactly. Uh, It's because he cares. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah. I feel like her Margaret's transition from absolutely horrible person to uh, to what would you to kind of a good person. I. Yeah, I mean, she's she's yeah. She starts to she starts to care about Andrew and his family. Yeah, I think it's a pretty rapid transition and if they had played it more for comedy, I think it would have been great. But I, I think once she starts to turn, it's, it becomes really about their relationship and the, the, the joke, the jokes to non jokes ratio really gets out of whack.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's fair. It definitely, definitely changes. And I would certainly, I would call the end part of the movie. Um, somewhere between yeah not not as good and obligatory um <laughs> but um, I don't know I think it, and I think this is where if you just are someone who likes the and is okay with just the general kind of very basic hallmarky rom-com type like formula that you can kind of just let it happen and enjoy it even though it doesn't make sense at all and you can kind of just <laughs> look past it. But if that's going to bother you, it, it's certainly there to be bothered by. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think it's a little too long. I was trying to figure mm-hmm. out where to cut the time out. I was thinking the scene when she falls into the water or whatever, that, that boat thing. I was thinking that that whole thing could be kind of just cut. Um, yeah, because like, that's to to bring them closer together. But
0: they were already... Yeah getting pretty tight
1: yeah like they are having the conflict and that one to kind of bring them back from the conflict right oh maybe, yeah. right i thought maybe just like so you could have done something a little shorter than that um uh, i like the first when they
0: run into each other naked that was a funny way of g- kind of opening them up to each other Um, <laughs> uh, if you will uh
1: i will <laughs> uh yeah. But yeah, I I, I to I totally get what you're saying. I mean, I don't I don't think that <laughs> the, the end of the movie breaks any new ground or is, you know, after you've been so over the top and cartoonishy, it's pretty hard to kind of, you know, it's a pretty big transition to like, oh now it's a serious thing and we're <laughs> we're in love and stuff and things. Um but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I th- I think other than that, I think they could have cut it down a little bit. I think it was totally fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, I I don't know what... It
1: either works for you or... or Exactly. um, Yeah, I think it's... I totally understand, like, why someone would not like that. I mean, (laughs) I don't think it's that good. (laughs) But I'm okay. But I, I can... I like the movie and I've, in de- I've been endeared to these characters over a hundred viewings. And so I'm yeah. okay. With, okay. With it. And that's, I'm irrationally enjoyed this movie. So I'm, I'm good with it. Um, but I to- totally understand where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, well, maybe we could talk a little more about the performances. Yeah. Uh, what's your, Yeah you just run. We've
1: talked. Uh, yeah, talked about maybe, a few already. Yeah maybe, yeah, maybe all right. We'll just come out of the gate. I think this is potentially, I think this is the one of Ryan Reynolds's like best performances in a movie. I think I think that this movie has like the perfect balance. I think this movie achieved Reynolds <laughs> Nirvana. It has I think <laughs> it has like the perfect balance of he's very quippy. And everything, but I, it's toned down, I think. Like, yeah. I, I, I'd say I wish that, you know, obviously I love Deadpool to thoroughly enjoy those movies. But the, I think that other movies he's in keep asking him to just be the Deadpool character when I think that they should be asking him to be this character. And <laughs> um, I think it still has l- so much of that charm and wit and like comedic timing but just isn't quite as like over the top and self-referential. Like I think this movie, well, it seems it's a little bit like, you know, larger than the movie and like not taking the movie super seriously. It's closer to taking the movie seriously (laughs) than in some Mm -hmm. of the other ones that I've seen him in.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like the point you made earlier that, uh, we get kind of a role reversal where as soon as she enlists him to help her by being her, you know, husband in this, or her, her fiance in this sham (laughs) marriage, then he has all this power. And so a lot, a lot of his quips are in the context of, you know, now he, she needs him so he can treat her terribly and get (laughs) away with it. Um, so I like when he's, uh w- when they're at that party where they first get to his parents' house and they're trying to find Margaret, and he says, "There it is. Um just <laughs> referring to her as it, uh, uh, yeah, oh, I also this is such a dumb pun, um, but when they're they're um getting she's like dragging her her luggage. she has all this stuff, and then he says, she comes with a lot of baggage. Um
1: oh yeah. They, so there's dumb. so many of those in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> they were really into puns in this movie. <laughs> they were. <laughs> uh they sure were. Um
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I, I I agree. I think I mean yeah, Deadpool might be my favorite Ryan Reynolds, but but I think this this achieves the right balance. Yeah. Um, and, and that's why I, like, I love his twice.
1: Yeah. That's what, I love his performance in Deadpool. And I think it makes sense in that movie. I just think in some other movies, they probably should go a little more proposal and a little less Deadpool for the movie that they're trying to make. I think in the Deadpool I movies, agree. I think it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I just think that too many people have said, go be Deadpool again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they, they so, should have said be Andrew Paxton. <laughs> I I, uh, yeah, Andrew iconic character that everyone knows the name of. (laughs) I know,
0: yeah. Oh Andy. Um how
1: about how about our other lead? Uh Sandy (laughs) B. Yeah, same. Yeah. (laughs) uh but yeah, I mean I I think she's super funny. I think I think she she plays the role of like your Meryl Streep terrible boss really really well Um, and I think she does such a good job with like the out of water stuff where just like some of her facial expressions in this movie like the amount of like disdain and just terror (laughs) that she looks at like some like the ladder to to climb down to the boat (laughs) I just think sells it so well Uh, I yeah yeah, I I think she she has a less fun role to play because she's the character that sucks Um, but I, I think she crushes it
0: yeah, I do too. I mean, I think I think her role is more fun because she is the she's like the insane horrible character. She she gets to <laughs> That's true. Like R- Ryan Reynolds's character is at least somewhat sane. Um, yeah. <laughs> like he's he's making the That's most true. of a terrible situation. Um and she's she like creating terrible that terrible situation. Si- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um so yeah, and she I mean yeah, she has to yeah, she has to play you know, disdain, discomfort, uh, you know, um, arrogance, just all of these different big emotions and um and I I even even though I don't buy the transition at all, I think she like from an acting standpoint, I think she does a good job of playing the vulnerable Margaret and mm-hmm. you know, Margaret who uh, yeah well okay Let, let's what do you think about the chemistry between these two actors
1: Um, I, I mean I, I think it's tough because for most of the movie they're not supposed to have any chemistry so mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's like that's I think I just don't know if there was enough time ever in the movie for no matter really what they did for me to really buy the chemistry but I, yeah there certainly isn't I certainly, I never felt the chemistry <laughs> fully. Yeah, I I was starting to say though,
0: I was about to say maybe they do have chemistry, but no, I I agree. I don't think the the script just doesn't it doesn't give them the opportunity. I, I just so it's so unbelievable that they would actually fall in love. Uh, but I I think that I do enjoy some scenes between them. I mean, I think they they have great comedic
1: sc- chemistry. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, they have great <laughs> comedic chemistry.
0: They—that's exactly right. No romantic chemistry, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, which
0: I think is a problem for a romantic comedy.
1: But Pot- potentially, you gotta, you gotta yeah. nail
0: the romantic chemistry. Yeah, I think. I think.
1: A, yeah, I was gonna say. I think this movie, compared to a lot of other rom coms, is that the premise of the movie, since it is the the way it is. Uh, And they go two thirds of the movie, as you say, like as not really liking each other, like they try to like show the transition, but there's still so much like comedy of them against each other that I think, you know, I think in a lot of rom coms like this, they do the turn sooner in the movie. And then there's maybe try to go for attempt more comedy based on like them coming around and maybe yeah. the the funniness of them feeling differently about each other now uh, versus so i i think it was just yeah too too little too late <laughs> same
0: <laughs> uh, we already kind of talked about the other i mean I, we, we have to We're give
1: a shout out to betty white i think she steals the show yeah absolute highlight yeah. like just crushes this movie just all of the comments about margaret and just uh <laughs> You know, you have the scene and the the Ramon, the Ramon exotic dancing scene, <laughs> like at the after when you see Sandra Rolick outside of the whatever bar club thing they're at. You see when you see into the door, it's Betty White with Ramon going, <laughs> they're going wild on the stage. Oh, it's, I missed that. There, there's so many background stuff where she's she's just hilarious. Uh, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love Betty Betty White. I I do
0: like one joke that I like late in the movie is when she fakes having a heart attack so that they mm-hmm. can get to get to Margaret and Andrew can declare his love for her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When she, especially when she's faking like her last words, I think that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I, I'd that, say, Oh, sorry. What are you saying? Oh,
0: I, I think it's just funny. I, I The whole you, w- one person is going to leave and the other person rushing to get to them in time. It seems like th- that happens in I mean, th- that happens in so many romantic comedies, and such a specific thing. It's
1: like ah, it's, well, it's maybe d- you don't need
0: that. in. See, every, but, yeah. they,
1: but they subverted it because he didn't get there in time
0: that's true it it works
1: anyway but then he's able to get to her anyway yeah he he got to her later and i think that's like (laughs) kind of the joke is that oh wait maybe if you're in love it's okay if you don't make it to the airport in time because if you're in love you should be able to figure it out later
0: right you should be able to just take a plane to, oh yeah, yeah she's and
1: in like New York, I'll go. yeah like there probably shouldn't be such a huge time constraint like you could always be like come like five hours after she gets there and you theoretically <laughs> should still be in love so I actually I think that's they, a good I point. think they nailed it
0: no okay, it's just yeah, a little I,
1: too subtle for you if you ask me it, clear, it clearly was <laughs> yeah oh man uh, <laughs> yeah then I guess the other thing as far as um Side characters, I just think this movie has a great. I think the the side character performances are really strong throughout. I think you know, we've been watching a lot of Batman movies with ter- terrible side character performances, so it's got me thinking about it more. And I, I feel like there's a strong all around side cast, yeah. Well, one fun thing
0: about this from a nostalgia standpoint is you have uh Oscar Nunes, right? That's his name, yeah. Uh, from The Office, he's playing Ramon. <laughs> and, and and he definitely gives one of the biggest performances. <laughs> um, uh, and then you also have Asif. Uh, Ma, what's it? Man-vi, Man-vi? Mondvi? Mondvi? Oh, sh- sh- uh, Mandvi, Mondvi? Yeah. Like something Asif, like that. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. As- I can't yeah. say it. Mondvi, though.
0: Mondvi. I think that's... <laughs> yeah, Mind my have horrible him.
1: pronunciation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So he plays Bob and he was on the he was a correspondent on The Daily Show for a bunch of years, which mm-hmm. during this time, that was a show that I was really enjoying. So it's fun to see comedic characters uh, like those guys from shows that I loved at the time. Um, so that that definitely hits some oh, nostalgia yeah. buttons.
1: Yeah, um, Exactly. Also, yeah, Oscar's amazing. I love all the small town jokes they do, too, where, like, one family owns everything, one guy works at every store. That's a yeah, lot of when they're,
0: like, you, right, yeah, because Ramon, he's the officiant at the wedding. He's the strip. He's the male stripper. He, he, like, what is he?
1: He has a convenience
0: store, too, or something?
1: Yeah, he works at the place that they buy a cell phone from yeah he, he he's the like he's the waiter at their party he's serving food <laughs> right <there. laughs> right yeah he's that guy's busy uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's impressive um, um but yeah, and yeah I love, the, them, I love it
0: when they're going in and like everything says Paxton on it mm-hmm. uh, and he has a Paxton briefcase <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah, well, a lot of fun small town jokes in here um yeah, let's see I think, so yeah oh, go. There, you go
0: what do you What do you think happens after they start dating? Do, like, do you think do you think they end up getting married for I mean, they have to get married for <laughs> her not to get deported. But do you think that the the marriage lasts? Uh, I, I think, do you it's think she' built changes on a, as a boss?
1: I think it's built on a strong foundation of trust and respect, Sam. <laughs> and I think it's <laughs> yeah. been established over a long period of time. I think it's set up for complete success. Yeah. All right.
0: That's. That, that I think. I mean. I can't. I can't argue with that. <laughs>
1: Do you yeah, think that she there, becomes them, a they better? Probably, they probably break up in like a week or something. But, yeah. They're um, like well. Yeah. No. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she is a better boss from now on. You know. Maybe yeah. she learned that people have feelings. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you can't treat them terribly all the time. But maybe that makes yeah. her worse at her job, though. Maybe she loses her edge.
0: Right. Well, that's... Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is just used as a setup, and <laughs> I don't think the movie is thinking too hard about it. But, like, yeah, if she... If we're meant to believe that she's a really good boss and that, like, she needs to be this way in order for things to run smoothly, then, yeah, then then presumably she wouldn't maybe she ends up getting fired because
1: (laughs) yeah uh, under her under her new management style i think they're gonna have even better numbers than before you know more community (laughs) driven yeah (laughs) (laughs) better better work-life balance you know oh yeah oh yeah um all the the words I, i
0: feel like that's something that some of these movies do where they kind of they they start off this way to kind of so that they resonate with people's own experiences at work but then they just say and the answer
1: is love um exactly well yeah and i i think a lot of like you know i think there's obviously a lot of aspects in like rom-coms as far as some kind of sort of cross between comfort and also like the wish fulfillment and i think Mm-hmm. The the aspect of like you start out where you're theoretically just worked to the bone, you know, we don't really see much of that. But then it's like one like great weekend. And I think there's just a lot of wish fulfillment in terms of like you're kind of separated from from like normal life. And it's kind of like the, the characters have been like kind of taken out of that. And I think that's, you know, for for a bunch of people that are watching it that actually are working and are. <laughs> Sad, sad about all their work and stuff to kind of get to see that and then think about like, you know, the full wishful fulfillment of kind of, you know, you're away from work and you have like this great experience. I think that's where a lot of, you know, the really hardcore rom-com and like Hallmark people, that that's what they can attach to onto.
0: Right, right. Although now, even in up in where they are in Alaska, most likely their internet connection would be pretty good, and she would have a smartphone, so she it would be a lot harder for her to justify being away from work as much as she is.
1: Well, that's why they get rid of the smart. That's why they get rid of the phone, though. Works either way.
0: R- okay, that that's fair. Um, Checkmate. <laughs> I I think wouldn't she have like a laptop and. I feel like, yeah, yeah, and and just the expectations for when you're away, I think are a lot higher now. That,
1: uh, yeah, but that's fair. Yeah, but that that's part part of the wish fulfillment of this type of movie. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, let's see. Do you do you have any anything else or um, how? Not really. I think we've covered all of my main
0: points. Cool. Um,
1: what about you? Yeah, no, I think do I want to want to head into the to pick a few nits, say some dumb yeah. things about the movie? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, my first
0: one is just why doesn't why doesn't Andrew ask that barista out? Um, and like, <laughs> I guess a more general question: why, why? Another reason why it is crazy that he ends up with Margaret is he's he's a good-looking young man who. Seems to have, like, you, how, would, how would this guy have any trouble finding, uh, an act, like, an actually, you know, decent woman who is not his boss
1: uh, to be in a relationship with? He's had with a hard time with love, man. <laughs> like, yeah. just like you and me. He's just an average Joe. Yeah. Average Joe who's, like, the most <laughs> handsome guy in every scene he's in. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you, just one of you and me. <laughs> true that's Um, not (laughs) (laughs) all right let's see all right some of some of my fun um all right nitpicks first of all man the the speaking of the age of this movie the the attack of the bad cgi in this movie is brutal (laughs) the amount of (laughs) shots of like all of those backgrounds with the mountains where it's oh. like I like I mean you may as well have made like had your five year old make a cardboard cutout of some mountains <laughs> in the background with and put done some crayons it looks so bad <laughs> I don't know how they they had a forty million dollar budget I they and they made like what three hundred some million dollars I think they could have spent a few more million to like actually go to a, a location that had mountains behind it <laughs> and like I'm guessing most of that budget went into the the cast. Uh, yeah probably Bull, and apparently they're their, their, their big cgi it. budget
0: <laughs> um, oh yeah
1: <laughs> they also the there's this one part um when uh, margaret throws her phone at the oh. bird picking up the dog and the phone is clearly 100 percent cgi like it was never a real phone that we see and it literally takes off into freaking orbit like that thing is going in a straight line it's never coming down it was the funniest thing to watch
0: yeah that um, that part was really i enjoyed that a lot even though oh, i love it that was unintentionally great <laughs> yeah. um that also yeah that is such a a uh I, i've never heard of a of a bird uh accidentally taking a phone instead of the, like <laughs> I feel like they could have. I mean, maybe it's supposed to be funny.
1: It is It's supposed to fun. be funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a combination of unintentional and intentional. <laughs> I just the CGI on that one phone throw, I think is just hilariously yeah. like I just couldn't uh-huh. have been that hard to make it curve a little bit. Um, but I, I just yeah, yeah I, I guess the actors just didn't want to go to a actually beautiful place. <laughs> I know. Something. I'm surprised. Uh, yeah,
0: Summer, a few months in the summer in Alaska, uh,
1: yeah. Um,
0: okay, uh, let's see for my next one. I mean, we've already talked about this a little bit, but and I, I, I mean, I think the movie kind of knows that it's ridiculous, but the immigration stuff really doesn't <laughs> like why would they care this much about a Canadian immigrant who has a, a you know fancy. Office job. I, I don't think that those are the kind of people who uh, the immigration office is especially concerned about. A- and I also, mean, you, yeah,
1: you can totally—that's like totally real. If you don't follow the steps right, you're, you're gonna you're getting you're out of there. Hmm. Like, well, as a person that I, works for a company that has a lot of like non-US citizens and has to deal with all of that type of stuff, it's it's very yeah. real that like yeah like okay, you know, okay. we have like companies have entire teams that are like you know dealing with this type of stuff
0: well you, i guess you have that's to, the you, other have to thing. Follow,
1: you have to follow the rules um otherwise it's yeah they they don't
0: yeah well i mean the other thing is presumably this company would have a whole legal team uh dedicated to these kinds of
1: issues and they would make sure that she well, they you do, know. but she just dumbly went to the thing outside of the U.S., which is what okay. triggered it. She she was she was doing all the stuff to apply for it, but then she violated her thing or whatever. And then she could. I have think still, there would be
0: some negotiations. I don't think she she it
1: would have been the end, but she didn't. Then also do the paperwork she needed to do subsequently after that. I think they
0: would have. They would have been. I think there would have been more negotiating.
1: Anyway, it's not a big deal. (laughs) Probably more people before it got to that point would have been like, hey, Margaret, you should really do this paperwork stuff so you don't get deported. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) It also doesn't fit with her character. I I mean, well, it's because she's so so
1: focused on work. She sees it as like an unimportant detail.
0: Yeah. I would have thought she'd had better judgment than that. But (laughs) that's um, fair.
1: Yeah, I obviously, right, what's your it's a, next? obviously, it's a pretty, pr- pretty goofy, fun fake yeah. setup. So, <laughs> um, all right, my my next next nitpick: uh, do, do do the Paxtons have neighbors? What's what's happening there? Because <sighs> when you see the house from the outside, it's this big house in the middle of nowhere, and there's no neighbors in sight at all. But when you're inside the house, interestingly enough. I saw not one, but I saw multiple houses outside of the window, (laughs) and right next to it, (laughs) the the, the (sighs) background, the type of trees are in fact different trees too. (laughs) What's what's going on there? Is it some (laughs) kind of weird pocket dimension inside this house? Uh, But yeah, I just thought it was funny. You could see that this is only something that I would obviously notice in a viewing like this, where I'm like hyper focusing on the movie. But I just thought that was funny.
0: Oh, man, that's a really, I'm, my nitpicks have been a little uh, shaky, but that's, that's really (laughs) good. It's so nitpicky. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, I'm trying to think if I even have any other, um, I mean, well, what are the, what are the, this isn't really a nitpick because I'm glad they did it, but what are the odds of two people accidentally running into each other naked?
1: (laughs) I mean. Do a lot of things, you know. Coincidences yeah. happen. It's a lot of things you could say that about. It's yeah, my stance on the matter.
0: I, I like that they really tried to like make it believable <laughs> that that would happen because uh, Andrew has headphones, so he's listening to music, so he doesn't mm-hmm. hear that Margaret's in the room, and then, and he's like just rounding a corner when exactly he, so he he wouldn't have seen her coming apparently. And I, I don't know why he's going so quickly. It, he's she's running. She's a, running. He's just watching. She's running to get a towel. And then, yeah. Seems like one of them could have ducked out of the way. But I, I appreciate the effort they went to to make that
1: happen. Yeah. Um, I like it. All right. My final super nitpicky nitpick. Um, all right. The timeline of their engagement. They have trouble Mm -hmm. keeping the story straight because when they're telling it to their family, they say that it was at their um, one year anniversary, I believe, is is what they say. Oh, however, yeah, that's when they're when um, Andrew's telling the immigration agent when he comes to Alaska when they um, started dating, he said it was six months ago. So (laughs) his dad could have clearly caught him. Or yeah, his dad could have clearly called out that lie because he would heard both those stories. Got got to get wow. the story straight. <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> that's, Why that's did super his dad? Uh, did
0: did his dad not think about? I, I guess
1: they had a deal worked out where yeah. r- his Andrew dad's trying to protect his son. You know. Yeah. Okay. Just trying to be yeah, a good dad. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, all right, do you have any others? Um, we we good to I, go. Probably hit the I big think, ones. I think we hit the, the big ones. Yeah. 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 All the other stuff I wrote down is there's just so many scenes in this movie that I love, like let's see a kiss, and yeah. some, some of those that I just think are there's there's just so many fun scenes. I love Kevin. Kevin the dog is so cute <laughs> and just yeah. a great 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 component of the movie. Um, just yeah, so so many fun stuff. I like the bosses when they're telling other about them about the engagement. I love how obviously they don't they don't believe the story oh. at all. But like the yeah. level of unconvinced is just so funny to me.
0: And they just don't care. They're <laughs> like yeah, as long as like... we'll keep you in the country, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That yeah, that was one of my favorite parts.
1: Yeah. Um just uh so so many so, so many good things and and maybe it was at least an hour forty-five. So I, I appreciate. Wasn't too long. Yeah, well, it wasn't wasn't too long. So you love that. I also there was a YouTube reference um, where she says, "just film oh, yeah. video and put it on the thing." This is two thousand nine, I think. That's a very early YouTube reference that actually aged well because YouTube still exists. I think like, yeah. they totally could have like died by the you know time we were watching this now. I think YouTube had been around for like three or four years of that. Yeah. I mean, it started in 2005, but I mean, 2009, YouTube was like, (laughs) it was not as big uh, of a deal. It was tiny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) I was just impressed by how how well that, like, actually, it actually aged that YouTube's still a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: Well, I guess one, sorry, one other nitpick. Uh, Yeah. Do you really buy that? Either of these characters is into literature and like, you know, I I, I, I mean, Margaret just seems like a total just she just enjoys bossing people around. She enjoys the, uh, you know, the uh, I guess the high octane, you know, corporate life. And then I mean, maybe you just don't see enough of Andrew. Well, you
1: see, well, you see, Sam. So for for Sandra Bullock it came Margaret Tate. Um uh-huh. she she lost her parents, right? And so right. that caused her to go to more some like escapism routes. And so that's mm-hmm. why at Christmas she she reads Withering Heights so it has like a lot of sentimental impact. So she built the sentimental But that's that book is not a, an about. escapist novel. That's a really yeah. dark book. But it's just what she, it's what her type, of, you know, people do different things for escapism. It's not always wish fulfillment. But it's what what you go to to help you process with stuff, and so hmm. books were the books were there for her when she didn't have parents, and so okay. that that's why she's into it. um okay, and then for uh Andy, I'm gonna have Andrew. to go and no they call him Andy sometimes, I swear, okay, probably not, but anyway, for <laughs> but Andrew, I, anyway, I like it <laughs> all right, it's there they I don't they don't actually reference any of his his books reading in this movie so I'm going to have to be a little more generous on this interpretation but my theory is that as a, as a boy in small town Alaska he read books mm. to escape to, to greater and grander worlds <laughs> yeah I, I don't know what kind of book do you think what do you think his novel was uh, the good kind it was a re- really good book <laughs> super good
0: I wish they had just had, to, had a, a like a, a shot title. reading something like i don't know what it would be but uh i, I wish Ulysses we, or something.
1: yeah i wish it could have been like a, we could have seen a title that was like either super yeah. pretentious or like super dumb i, I think yeah. that would have been really funny
0: yeah well okay here's the this is this will bring me to a, a final complaint i swear swear this is the last All one right, yeah uh, this is just about romantic comedies in general mm-hmm. a, a lot of times when they are when it comes to Saying what these characters want beyond their like, y- you know, they're in a, they're in like a rut or they're they're in a certain path, but they want they want to do something more. They're so generic about like it's just he has a really good novel, um, or <laughs> in How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, she wants to write about politics and about the economy and the environment. Like that's <laughs> all that that she says.
1: <laughs> so uh, it's it's lovely. He's yeah, got, he's got a real passion, Sam. Yeah, I don't for know books. when. Yeah, for for books and stuff. I don't, I don't know when he <laughs> wrote this thing while he was working all the time or whatever, or when he had time for it, anything else. <laughs> Yeah. And the way they show him at the beginning where he's like he's
0: just kind of barely getting by yeah. and just lethargic. Hey, yeah. yeah that, that, that's to... not
1: a man that gets done with work and says, I'm gonna go write a book.
0: <laughs> right. In the candlelight. <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe that's why he's so tired in the morning. Cause he was up oh, all night writing point. books. Cause right. he loves books. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah no. The, well, the jobs and the dreams in these are always hilarious yeah one <laughs> the, the paper then
0: <laughs> yeah oh uh,
1: yeah well well
0: regardless it's been fun discussing the proposal um yep. i'm we, gonna we, we all say that little... i
1: think it holds up it's my final oh, okay. yeah final review I, on it
0: yeah I, I, you, you pointed out some things that are good about the movie that I hadn't recognized. So I'm going to, uh, I don't know what I'm, well, if you if don't like s-
1: rom-coms, this probably isn't the movie for you. <laughs> I'll say I just that. think
0: there are better rom-coms out there. Yeah. I I don't think that this is, I don't think this is the pinnacle of the genre. I, I could easily name five better rom-coms.
1: I think this movie just hit me at the right time. I'm gonna okay, def- defend it to, to the end of the world. I probably should maybe watch more rom-coms. I don't think I've seen that many. <laughs> so. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe we'll do another rom com on this yeah. podcast. All right, so. right
1: right now, before we end, what's the best rom com?
0: That's a good question. We'll that's hard maybe to say.
1: Did do it at a later time. N- name a couple if you need yeah. to.
0: I think I think when Harry met Sally is really okay. really high up there. Um uh oh, uh, my best friend's wedding. Is one of my favorites. I
1: don't think I've seen um, that one.
0: Okay, and then the last one that I'm, I'll name is "There's something about Mary." All
1: right, all right,
0: yeah. that's fair.
1: You know, yeah. I think I think a lot about rom coms is seeing them at the right time, and yeah. I think that that helps a lot. I think, yeah. But yeah, maybe we'll have yeah. to we'll have to we'll have to visit one one of these at a at a later episode. Yeah. But there
0: is a lot in this movie that I like, so I I'll say the first two thirds of it holds up, and the last third does not. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening, and um, yeah, rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Follow us on Twitter at Movies with Heart. Reach out to us, uh, Movies Full of Heart at Gmail, and we will. See you uh, next time. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, <laughs> and we're not. Sorry, Paul <laughs> was just clearing his throat. <laughs> I'm tempted to use this as our actual. Uh, maybe we'll we'll take it again.